Hey everybody, thank you for tuning in to the Ladies Promoting Transparent Advocacy Podcast. I am your podcast host, Shay Pate. Now, this intro is called Rise of the King. And since men, we look at you as kings, I thought this would be so appropriate for my fantastic Fellas Friday. So, fellas, Rise of the King is dedicated to you, and I hope you guys enjoy this fantastic Fellow Friday episode. As we celebrate this fantastic Fellows Friday, I'm just going to go right into letting someone introduce you guys to a African-American man who's representing the country of France, and he has been historic from go you know what that means those who don't know that means since he was a young child so before i even introduce him i'm just going to let you guys hear what i heard about him and i happened to once again be flipping the channels and i saw a show that was called the immortals and if you know anything about immortal you know how tough that is And it was a show that was showcasing the greatest athletes of all time. And I had no idea of this amazing Olympian African-American king who is going to the 2020, well, 2021 Tokyo Olympics this year. And he's representing France. And France is very proud of him because he has been historic And one of the things I do want to talk about before I let you hear the intro, I happened to find out that he was the youngest ever judo champion, and that's when he was 18. But listen to the introduction about this amazing man, and his name is Teddy, and listen to his story. At the age of five, Teddy Rainier's older brother introduced him to judo, and he was immediately hooked due to its individualistic nature. He was fortunate to train as a junior at the Paris Saint-Germain Judo Club, which at the time was the home to a number of France's Olympic champions. Rainier learned firsthand by watching his heroes, but it was actually a defeat against his older brother in the final of a club tournament, which he says shaped who he is today regularly get the better of his sibling at training, so he was showboating leading up to the fight, jumping around and waving to his family in the crowd. While he did that, his brother remained focused, and when the match started, he pounced, taking just five seconds to take Rainier down. I underestimated my older brother during this final. After this fight, I never underestimated another opponent. Never again. He certainly learned his lesson, and to late 2017, had only lost eight fights in his entire top-level career. At 17, he was the world junior champion, and then in 2007, at the age of 18, he became the youngest ever judo world champion in Rio. The highlight of his career came in 2011, when he won the world title in his hometown of Paris. The victory also marked the first time in history any judoka had won five world titles. 
event and an Olympic titles and more world and European crowns as he became one of the most dominant sportsmen on the planet. After winning gold in the 100 kilogram plus division at the London 2012 Olympics, Rainier took stock for the first time. In a sport where size and strength are the most important attributes, Rainier is at an incredible advantage. But it's his speed and intelligence that sets him apart. And as his unbeaten streak has grown in recent years, so has France's love affair with the most decorated judoka of all time. Rainier's popularity saw him named as his country's flag bearer for the opening ceremonies of the 2016 Rio Olympic Games. Once again, he didn't let his country down. Defeating Japanese giant Hisayoshi Harasawa in the gold medal matchup. The real victory also saw cause for Rainier to look at a career change, with UFC fans salivating at the thought of the great Frenchman taking his dominance inside the octagon. That has yet to happen, with the multiple world champions still feeling he has some unfinished business in judo. I want a Superman judoka. <laughs> I want to be a super judoka. Yeah, it's my, it's my dream. It's my, it's my work. It's my uh, ambition. The lure of Tokyo 2020 is there as he tries to match Japan's Tadahiro Nomura, who won three straight Olympic titles in the 60 kilo class from 1996 to 2004. Whether that happens or not, one thing is already set in stone. Teddy Rainier is an immortal of world sport. Following his 2017 world title triumph, Teddy Rainier's incredible 134-match winning streak put him in elite company. The last time the French giant suffered a defeat was in the final of the Tokyo World Championships in 2010. Tennis has thrown up some impressive winning streaks too. Martina Navratilova won an extraordinary 74 consecutive matches in 1984. Roger Federer won 65 matches in a row on grass surfaces from 2003 to 2008. While his rival Rafael Nadal produced 81 consecutive wins on clay over a three-year period. Olympic great Edwin Moses won 122 consecutive races over the 400-meter hurdles between 1977 and 1987. Boxer Julio Cesar Chavez won 87 consecutive bouts over 13 years before a draw with Pernell Whitaker in 1993. But Rainier still has a way to go in his own sport to get the most consecutive win record. Japan's Yasuhiro Yamashita has put together 203 consecutive wins, which included the 1984 Olympic Open Class title and four world championships. It amazes me how flipping through channels you can run into some very interesting things you may not know anything about. And as I always mention to you guys, that happens to be a lot of how I get some of my subjects for my episodes. Now, to find out on this fantastic Fellows Friday that I am going to be talking about a Frenchman from France. He is a... African-American Judo Championship.
mean, excuse me, judo champion. I just happened to be flipping through channels and saw a show called The Greatest Athletes of All Time, The Immortals. Never heard of the show. And I thought, since this is Olympic season and we're going to be talking about the Olympics and we will be seeing the Summer Olympics in a couple of months, I thought I'd start my Fantastic Fellows Friday with a fantastic Frenchman, as I said, named Teddy Rainier. And I just really want you guys to listen to just a little bit of how they talk about him and his championships on this show called The Immortals. As I said, I never heard of this show, but I'm glad I was flipping through the channels because this is definitely something I think you guys would want to see when this man comes up in the Olympics. And he's just, um, he's, he's amazing. And I just want to celebrate him, showcase him, and introduce people like me uh, to him because I am not familiar with him, but I know France is very, very proud of him, and I'm proud of him. So bravo to France. Now, to show how much people are so ready to give up on uh, black athletes, I ran into an article this year that says Teddy Rainier back on gold course after fourth Masters title. I didn't know there was Masters in anything but golf, but the funny thing is they was really ready to give up on him. And the way that they phrased this was like he didn't have a possibility to be back on the gold course. I mean, I know he had the two defeats and he decided to change his eating and diet and, and his whole routine to kind of get himself ready for the Olympics. So this year he did something that I guess they didn't expect. Because I found an article that was talking about this, and that was the title about him being back on the course for gold in the Olympics this year. So at the last day of the Duhe, Duha World Judo Masters, and if I mispronounced it, forgive me, but the World Judo Masters, the heavyweight came in action with the top field and the eyes are all on Big Teddy to see if he can regain his dominance of the last decade. Despite a slip in Paris, the big man from France was poised to win his fourth Masters title, but enough competition in Do Doha for him. Rainier lost 20 kilos and showed the desire to be the undisputed number one again. I'm guessing that's what they talking about his weight loss. I, I don't know, 20 kilos. I'm guessing that's how they do the pounds in France. And, you know, he really worked hard of changing things so that he would never experience the feeling of the two defeats back to back. His only two defeats that he had experienced after over a decade of dominating uh, judo. So, that's kind of interesting. It sounds like they didn't have faith in him. But the article goes on to say, and this is in judoinside.com, it's been a while since we wondered, we wondered, listen to this, we wondered if Teddy Rainier would be able to regain his form. His last outings had raised concerns that his time was now on the way to being over. Listen to that. They done gave up on this man. Now, keep in mind all the dominance he's had for decades and everything he's accomplished. And because he had two back-to-back -back defeats, they pretty much wrote him off. 
And it goes on to say, but it is clear that is not what Teddy Rainier wants. Moreover, there is only one Teddy, sharp as ever, ready to take up the challenge. The Frenchman began his day concentrated and careful not to make mistakes. He also had no choice because the best in the world were present and he was not seated at all. Now, that's so sad because if you listen to all the history I played before this, that he was everything. And two defeats, they just wrote him off. He wasn't even seated. But they say Teddy Rainier is back one by one with posture and professionalism. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes when I read some of these articles, it's really amazing to me how they just write you off in any way. <laughs> I'm sorry, I digress. He eliminated each of his opponents with his destructive hip movement, but also with Sutimi Wasa. Don't know what that means. And even a strangle. I guess that's part of judo. All is pop. <clears throat> excuse me. All is probably not yet perfect, but the champion is approaching a state of form which could allow him to win a third Olympic title a few months from now. <laughs> this is so crazy. In the final, he was opposite a Russian who tried to do better than his predecessors, but that was not as an easy task. The Russian was totally dominated by the terrific, really, Kumakata of the French champion after being penalized three times and disqualified. Wow. <laughs> he offered the victory to Teddy Rainier, who can be proud of his com competition today. Wow, wow, wow. You know, it's so crazy. I, you know, I really hate how they just really, really kind of wrote him off. And he is determined to do well in Tokyo this year in the Olympics. So it says after his shock defeats, those are previously, let me just remind you, Rainier's backroom alterations appear to have made an immediate impact as he won gold at the 2021 Judo World Masters in Qatar. At the last two Olympics, he's claimed the top prize and he'll be hoping to recapture his dominance in Tokyo. Should he return to his best, then a third gold medal is a genuine possibility. And even in this article, now this is this uh, championship, the Masters was in January of 2021. But even in this, they're not even giving him credit. And I think it's so sad because once a champion, especially a champion of any color, falls, they like knock him down, kick him down smeared and say he's done and over and then when they come back perfect example i'm gonna give you a perfect example not in judo local tiger woods in spite of his personal stuff as a golfer you know he was amazing he had injuries and all that but look how they just kind of gave him like the grave of golf and then look what he did when he came back and ended up being the champion again Everybody's attitude change and endorsements wanted to come and all that. And it looks like that's what just happened with Teddy Rainier. Rainier. So I really hope that in the Olympics this year, he shows everybody that he is still a champion and he gets that goal. Now, after his master's title, 
he did an interview, and it's all in French, so I don't understand it. But as you know, I always like to let you hear people's comments in their own words. So here is the champion of the Masters title in 2021, Teddy Rainier, going to the Olympics this year. Un grand merci pour des messages de soutien. Merci à la famille. Merci à mes enfants. Merci à tous mes partenaires qui me soutiennent au quotidien. Merci à tout mon staff qui a mis les choses en place pour que je revienne à un meilleur niveau. Et merci à la communauté parce que c'est vrai qu'avec vos messages, ça fait plaisir. On a envie de se dépasser. On n'a pas envie de vous décevoir. Donc à bientôt. On lâche rien. Objectif Tokyo. Salut à tous. Voilà un grand. Now I'm not really sure what he said, but those who speak French do. So. I did end up finding an interview with Teddy where he's actually speaking English. So check this out right after his championship. Teddy Renair, congratulations. You're back on top. How does it feel? The feeling is good. Very, very good. I'm very proud of my team because the, the work um, uh, every day uh, to my team propose me. It's a renew, renew for me. I work very hard in judo, technique, uh, specific physique, and nutrition. And uh, uh, my last uh, competition international is very bad for me. A very, uh, uh, very, how do you say cauchemar? Nightmare. 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 A big nightmare. And after it's very difficult. I come back uh, with the with this weight and uh, without the the feeling, without the 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 sensation. And I know uh, my objective, my first target is the Olympic Game, Tokyo 2021. Now, when I I, I saw this competition, I'm good. I'm good. The feeling is good. And I know uh, it's not my first. Target for this season. I stay in my head, focus on Tokyo, and I, 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 a lot of thanks for my team because the, the the training, the nutrition is very hard. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you looked focused today. You looked uh, much more comfortable. The Teddy Renner that we're we're used to. Um, talk us through your day. You had a lot of good scores, some shimiwaza. Um, yeah, your, your judo was 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 back. Tell us how that felt. After uh, Paris, uh, I, uh, I, I, uh, I I called my staff a big meeting with uh, coach judo, coach technique, uh, specific coach for musculation, my psi, uh, and I say, what is the problem? The problem is everywhere. You work just maybe one thing, the technique, and for uh, a, a top, if you want. Uh, you want gold, the gold medal of each competition and each competition. A strong man in judo, you 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 work everything, technique, judo, physique, psi, nutrition. Now I understand. <laughs> so in the final, you were against Tasoev. Uh, you last met, I believe, in Brazil, where it was uh, it was a close fight there. Uh, what was your mentality going into this fight? He has a good Aouchi. Were, were you thinking about this? Yes, I um, I try because for me is a, a, a big comp big competition. But I go in this competition for work, for work for Tokyo 2021. Uh, so I try, but um, this final is a little difficult because I have a, an opponent, a lot of defense, 
and it's difficult for me to try uh, a technique. I, I, I try, I attack, but it's difficult. Next time, maybe, is another, uh, another fight. Tell us how great it is to have this protocol that uh, enables us to get back and, and have competitions. How fantastic that the IJF and the local organizers have uh, enabled this competition to happen. This competition is wonderful. Um, the, the organization, the country, uh, do a, a beautiful competition, uh, uh, very safe for, for the all athletes, for the all, uh, all uh, members of this, the, the International Federation. So uh, uh, a big thanks for uh, the country, Qatar, and the organizer. You know, I thought it was so funny because when they were interviewing him, they um they <laughs> they had to translate what words he could use in English and it was interesting because when he was trying to figure out how he felt when he lost the person told him to use the word nightmare i thought that was interesting and forgive me for the background uh noise but that's actually the people in back of him talking to other people so i couldn't drown it out because it was live where he was but I was really glad that he talked about his nutrition because that was a big deal to him. After those two defeats, he decided to change his workout, change his eating, and come back strong. And as you just heard him, he did just that. He is uh, now ready for the Olympics in Tokyo. And he was saying that they really did a good job. I'm guessing IJF is the International Judo Federation. Um, if I'm wrong, somebody could correct me, but from what he was just saying, he mentioned, uh, the international federation and he is in judo. So that's why I'm guessing that, but it was really interesting because he is 100% mask masked up. So that's why his speech was a little like muffled. The person interviewing him was much more clear, but he had on a mask, and that's why you couldn't uh, hear him as clear as the person interviewing him. But I am so excited about this uh, young man. And as I mentioned, he will be in the Olympics this summer. And I really, really think that France is going to get them a gold medal in judo this year in the Olympics because of this amazing young man named Teddy Rainier. And... It's funny because he's the African-American uh, judo person. And as you may or may not know, in years historically, judo was uh, well represented by the Asian community. So he has made a lot of history, not just because of his talents and his skills, but also because of what he looks like. And as I mentioned on Monday, one of the things I wanted to do this week is focus on three separate situations where African-Americans can contribute to the world in ways they're not used to. As I mentioned Monday about the Black influencers and Tuesday about Mickey Guyton, excuse me, I apologize, Wednesday about Mickey Guyton and now we have Teddy Rainier. And my whole point of this week is there's just so much negativity right now in the world and especially in America. I want the 
Caucasian community to understand that the African-American community, we have donated so much talent, skills, inventions to the world, not just America. And so can we just agree to disagree and try to get the divisiveness out of what's happening in America specifically and just value us, value us for our contributions to situations that you're not used to us being in. I mean, as I said, Monday, you got the black influencers who are very influential. We're a trillion dollar spending. Uh, we're a culture that spends over a trillion. We're a trillion. Okay. Let me, I'm sorry. y'all. I'm on vacation. I'm trying to get this in. We spend trillions of dollars, you know, in, uh, America and everywhere. So we are definitely influential and country music uh, was not expecting Mickey Guy to be as wonderful as she is. And now they're giving her positive titles. And then you have this man, even though he's in France, my point is he's still African-American and look how he's dominated an industry in judo, which is usually dominated by Asians. So just, um, this, let's just try to accept each other. We don't have to like each other, but respect our culture and our people. And let's try to pull some of this di divisiveness that's happening in the world, and especially in America, away. And, um, you know, it's, it's so funny. I, I'm trying to start off, you know, I gave a break in April because there was just so much negativity happening. And I'm trying to be a bridge for positivity. And there's so many other things I want to talk about, but right now I want to do uplifting for um, people and and especially my people. I'm African-American and I'm proud to say that, but I need people to understand our contributions, not just to America, but to the world. And as I said, we don't all have to get along, but can we at least be respected? So I just needed to say that and I'm going to root for Teddy in the 2021 Olympics, because as the different headlines say, he is back. Now, I don't really think he went anywhere personally from what I read. He lost twice and they were back to back. But look at the decades of when he was a champion and it was ready to write them all. But it was a wake up call for him because, as he said, he changed everything about himself and look what just happened. He done won a title, a master's title in judo and letting everybody know he's going to be ready in the Olympics in Tokyo. Well, guys, this will end this episode. And I hope that the information that you received is inspiring, uplifting, and informative. As I always say, follow us on Twitter at Advocacy Ladies. That's capital A as in advocacy, capital L as in ladies. And you can follow us on many of the podcast apps. We are on Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Pandora, Alexa TuneIn, and of course, my hosting podcast company Podbean. If you have any questions or subjects you want us to look into, give us a call. We're at 
1-800-227-7723. Or you can send us an email at podcasthostshaypotay19 at gmail.com. And you know my favorite question is, what do you have to say? Thank you for listening.